Yo, dog. Now the motherfucker's coming on good. Hammers intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. hammered. I've never been quite so Kitty. He's a cute little kitty. <laughs> what is going on, people? This is fucking Point Hammered, episode 80. <laughs> 80 episodes? Yeah, for real. This will be our 101st piece of content, Raj. Ooh, amazing. Amazing. What the fuck is wrong with us, dude? I don't know. <laughs> I'm back. Not 100%. What would you put me at? Oh, well, you're never at 100%. <laughs> On a good day, you're about 92. <laughs> all right, all right. Today, I'd be like about... 88, 87. Today? I was going to say, like, maybe 72. <laughs> 72. Damn. <laughs> Got up my numbers, man. See all that fucking Wendy's you were eating. That's going to help, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What's today? The 21st of March? two thousand. <laughs> 13 couple weeks buddy not long now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty excited man i know i'm amping up here surprised ginger hasn't hid my fucking passport yet <laughs> yeah you did receive it then oh yeah fucking somehow Clean made it, it through the gauntlet it <laughs> it's in the bag we're gonna have a couple of british bobbies <laughs> waiting for you at the airport. <laughs> mr hastings <laughs> welcome nice. to the aisle <laughs> <laughs> you're never leaving <laughs> what have you been up to in the hobby buddy oh i'm a, I'm a slave to the models john <laughs> yeah, is that all you do these days yeah pretty much are you on schedule a little behind schedule <laughs> Is this due to Kelly? Uh, no, just uh, the habitual war gamers. Uh, underestimation of how long it takes to do things. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> but I've got, so I've got a list pretty much finalized. I have 25 models to paint, and I'm happy to say that 22 of those models are completely assembled now. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of conversion work that had to go in. Yeah. For the scratch built, Beast of Nurgle. And then I got some plague drones. So I'm going all nergly in there. Uh, I see. And then I did finally come up with an idea that I could probably use for the skill cannons. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of down on them because they're. Because they're shit models. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't really seen any good conversions, and it's kind of difficult to make a good conversion if you're not going to go... Well, I kind of want to do a lead belcher style, so a guy holding a cannon like the Gorgon. Yeah, like the same thing Bear's doing with a giant now, by the way? Uh, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> but there really isn't a suitable model to just base that off of that I could easily do two of them really quick. Yeah. So 
that's what what I would really want to do. So I, the other idea is like a kind of a howdah on the back of a beast. Yeah. But there really isn't any beasts either that were really <laughs> drawn to me as good material just to start with. I was looking at some of the tyrannids and like they have a big, I don't even know what it's called. It's not a Carnifex, but the other big one where you yeah. can attach a giant sack to his bottom. He's like kind of a transport. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of cool looking, but it looks way bigger than a chariot base. <laughs> so if I ever did like a soul grinder, I'd probably use that as the basis for it because that's kind, yeah. of, kind of a cool looking creature. I was eyeing it up. I almost got it. <laughs> so I kind of I figured out what I'm going to do. I'm not going to really talk about it, but it looks more... You, you'll definitely be able to tell it's a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe shake your head when I call it that it's also a chariot, but <laughs> it'll be able to fight, and mm. it'll fulfill the basic guideline. It'll occupy a 50 by 100 millimeter base. <laughs> all right. That's all I need to do. This better not be like the first stab you made at doing a A-bomb, <laughs> it just end up looking like a fucking ass toy. Oh, a noodly. Yeah. Fucking noodles, the butt plug looking fucking... I did have an idea like that. So my idea has even changed from what I ta- told you last. Oh, okay. Because I got the models and I was looking at them and it really wasn't feasible. Yeah. But it's going to have a lot of tentacles. You're not going to share the idea? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm only halfway done, so it still could collapse <laughs> before I get finished with it. Okay. So, Way to tell a long story with no fucking climax. <laughs> these are the trials and tribulations, yeah. man. So I got to do yet is, so I'm like halfway through one of the cannons. So I haven't started one of the cannons because I have to see that the idea is going to work. <laughs> yeah. And then I just need to finish converting the, it's going to be a demon prince, I decided. Ah, uh, okay. Not so going to go with Papa Nurgle, huh? Well, if I don't, if I decide in the end not to use the cannons, then he'll become an unclean one. But Okay. For a while, I was waffling. I'm like, oh, I don't need them. I'll just go all Nerglies. <laughs> but, like, they might be underappointed, but even if they're properly, like, 200 points or something, yeah, you'd still take them because the list kind of needs them. Like, you need, if you're going Nurgle stuff, you don't have any armor penetration at all. Sure. So it really makes up for what the list is lacking. Mm. I mean... Oh, okay, you're talking about the cannons again, yeah, right? Yeah, just the okay. cannons. I mean... It's nice they're chariots, I guess, but um, I think they make up for some of the stuff that's lacking in the list. So it okay. might be annoying to play against, but everything else is a lot more mellow than it used to be. So yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty easy to negate if you're building a character or something like that. Sure. With the two aboards, yeah, kind of issue going on. Okay. I can feel the annoyance of being a dwarf player. <laughs> you have to decide whether you want to ruin up your cannon for, for flaming or not. Yeah. What do you usually do? Well, I talk take... about your dwarf list for yeah, bragging sure. rights. It's the current fucking build of the dwarf list for um, for bragging rights. So I got a fucking. This is a tentative, tentative build. Yeah. <laughs> no secrets can be gleaned. <laughs> so I got a rune lord and uh, BSB. Both of them are kitted up to be as survivable as possible. And then I got three thanes running around, running around with. Uh, Sneaky, couple, couple fighty runes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got two units of thirty-three warriors with great weapons and full commands, and then a unit of thirty hammerers with full command. No magic banner in there. Two units of five miners slinking around. Yeah, buddy. And then I got a cannon with a rune of forging, and then I got a cannon with a rune of forging and a rune of fire. Okay. And that's, and then I also got two organ guns. But like the theory is, 
you pretty much have to bring one in case there's some fucking regen bullshit. Mm-hmm. You fucking see the A-bomb, you see the Hydra, the new fucking Chimera, you see any of that bullshit, you're going to wish you had the fucking flaming. So, But then again, you also hit those motherfuckers with the two-up ward save or the four-up ward yeah. save against flaming, so you also have to be prepared for that. So this, this list is really just made to sit back and hold its points, keep people off of it. Mm-hmm. That's why the miners are completely throwaway. The organ guns cover a huge fucking swath of destruction, assuming they don't kill themselves. <laughs> and then the cannons pick off any big things, or if there's really no big targets, they just start trying to snipe characters out of units. Because you two cannons a turn... You do that shit, you know, three turns, turns, you bond it. Well, yeah, six, six turns. Yeah. turns Assuming you had to kill a few, like, chaffy bastards first, but mm-hmm. you do that every turn, you're bound to fucking get lucky once, kill a character that way, so. Mm-hmm. Unless there's better targets, but, yeah, try to hold points, try not to die. I don't I don't like my odds. I think I'm going to be the fucking <laughs> dead weight for the team here, but. <laughs> uh, does, is this stuff all painted now? No. So I put up a blog post today uh, mm-hmm. with the hammers. They're all done. I got their shields done. It's been a week just painting their fucking shields. Yeah. Um, but I got that shit up today. They're done. And I got the miners, the other unit of five miners. They're maybe a third of the way painted, maybe a little more than that. And then I got the organ gun, which I literally painted like less than half of one of its wheels. So <laughs> <laughs> One one plane of the wheel. Yeah, I just had a bunch of extra metal paint sitting out that I didn't want to dry up and go to waste. So I'm like, mm. well... And I got... I'm in super hooked on that Downton Abbey show, so I didn't want to get up either, so I just want to sit and watch and paint. Does the organ gun have spoked wheels? I wish it had uh, spoked wheels. What? It's a ton. Spoked is like the worst. Disagree. And then you gotta, like, this hit, it gotta is. be careful in between the, on the wheel, and then you got to paint each side of the spoke. Well, this is like that, but it's only got like five spokes. It's more like a car wheel than like a spoked mm. wagon wheel. So it's like a mag or something like that. I, I got this fucking thing in. pimped with some little state rims, dude. Yeah. Look at that shit. <laughs> These bros roll it out with spinners on them. They moved up the organ gun. It's still rolling. It's still spinning. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I started on that just to pass a little time. Tried to get my motivation. I've been just so fucking anti-painting. Since I have finished those first bunch of miners, I've maybe put in 30 to 45 minutes a day. I cannot bring myself to paint right now. So. Mm-hmm. I got nothing on the plate that needs to be done by June that really sounds interesting to paint, so nothing's really happening. I did uh, for South Coast. You know, I've been rocking a, a big unit of Ungors with hand weapon shields at pretty much every tournament. And to meet your core requirements? Is that... Uh, yeah, or you- well, that's part of it. Part of it's just because I don't have enough painted gore to take another big unit of them. Mm-hmm. But so... The, but the models themselves are armed with spears, but I always play them hand weapon shield, so I always yeah. get fucking questions. I've been doing that me. at tournaments for a long time, so I finally fuck figuring... Look at the brazenness <laughs> of this man. They are clearly spears, <laughs> and he doesn't take the upgrade. Fucking for South Coast, I'm like, well, I better fix this shit, because I don't know how strict they're going to be with the WYSIWYG, and it saves me 25 points in my list to use on something else. So mm-hmm. I fucking cut 13 spears off. And rearmed 13 fucking Ungor. So 13 dudes plus the command now. So most of them have hand weapons instead of... And there's just shields sprinkled throughout the unit everywhere. So mm-hmm. shield isn't even an option. You have to fucking what take that they? with the Ungors. But So now like it's... Like little a, Ungor hand weapons from the plastics? No, I just went through my bits box and took a couple bits from every army. It's just a couple dwarf, a couple undead. One dude's literally carrying a big femur bone or something. 
every army that you've considered purchasing. <laughs> well, which is pretty much every army. Yeah. See, I usually jump in and buy a bunch of stupid shit, and then I'm stuck with it. That's why the eBay stack is so large right I now. I see. I see. Massive amount of Warhammer stuff going on, but yeah, that's about all I've been. Doing. I've been trying to get my motivation together to paint on that Doom Bowl some more, but I'm just not feeling the painting right calling now. Calling you, he's John. <laughs> John, please do it. You idiot. Uh, I just can't. I, you need me. <laughs> I've been just caught up doing eBay, working on my house, that kind of shit. But for June, if I don't get the fucking well, the doors need to be done because that's a team event. So you bros are fucking relying on me, man. Yeah. So if, I, if I don't get that done, I look like a real jag off. And if I have to go to bits and not have some kind of different Beastman build, my ass is going to be thoroughly chapped. So yeah, I'm on the verge of reworking uh, the Beastman build. Now, the issue with that is I don't want to get dragged down having to build and paint a bunch of models. I just want to be able to move the fuck on. But it seems like there's a lot of fucking shit that I can't deal with. Monsters are getting pretty fucking popular again. And that's one of the, yep. one of the things I don't have a solid defense for. So you I think it's... What works pretty good? Dropping a rock on the head, John. <laughs> yeah, that works well, huh? <laughs> Double sidegore, bro. Oh, maybe. I could use... You should do it at least once. And then thoroughly chastise it <laughs> if you wish or maybe it'll work really good i got uh i got the giant model and i got the gorgon model so that's two big things i could just say those are cygors mm -hmm. bam baby double java slice <laughs> double fucking sloth oh java slice i think i'll go double gorgon double cygor Double Slythe, and then Double Giant. That's the order that I would double up on those guys. <laughs> well, Double Giant would be a lot cheaper, so I think you could get some more bang for your buck. You could also throw in a spawny or two if you uh, want Giant. You're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think i go Double Giant before Double double Slythe. <laughs> I like the Jabber because of his versatility. And now with the Doom and Darkness, because you know, he causes those leadership effects, you might get something out of it. Two Jabbers, so a person's taking two leadership tests a turn, and then any, any of the fail by they're taking wounds so mm -hmm. that shit could add up combine a doom and darkness you know what i always forget is that they actually did make a jabber slice model oh like, yeah it's just garbage <laughs> <laughs> well i guess it's not too bad that's a fine caster though so it's probably like 80 bones yeah Let's, if you want to be reminded uh, of that just go to the games workshop website <laughs> fucking fine cast baby i know definitely that they haven't sold very many so <laughs> next beast man book that fucking counts as cannon, bro. It's a flying, <laughs> it's a flying, flying cannon. cannon. <laughs> Why not? The Why not at this tongue, point? The slithy tongue fucking rockets out like a cannonball. And you can fucking, they don't get lookout serves against it. Because it's so sticky. It's so fucking you, don't, you can't get pushed out of the way. You just get stuck. Yeah. It's fucking greasy, bro. But it wouldn't surprise me at all the way this shit's going. Mm-hmm. I was reading through the fluff on the fucking, like, the demon cannons and stuff like that. I'm, like, just shaking my fucking head. This is fucking... Yeah. Because it, it's, like, the one thing that doesn't fit into the corn fluff. And then, you know, it's all about killing and collecting skulls and all this. And then we got these cannons that were forged at the foot of Korn's fucking throne on his own fucking private yeah, forge. Yeah, baby. And this we're is making fucking, cannons, baby. Yeah. And then, like, they'll, if you go back and read, there's a whole huge timeline. Through the timeline, they'll talk about, like, plague drones and shit like that that never existed before. And all of a sudden, it's, like, 2,000 years in the past in the Warhammer World timeline. And the shit is all of a sudden making a fucking appearance in the past, bro. Yeah. I don't know. 
give it a shit. Really, because people complain about demi griffs never existing before. <laughs> like, do you not want them to make new things or not? Well, Can they only make stuff that they made? They <laughs> the only the ideas that they have. Only before. the original ideas that's will stand. They, that's what we're limited to. We well, never add anything. Yeah. And I pointed this out last episode, but if you read the timeline, they actually push the timeline back until when Archon first arrives. Mm-hmm. That's where the timeline stops in the demon book. So they're gonna reverse. It's the forces of chaos reversing the the flow of time. Ar- what happened to Archon? Yeah. Is it Archon or Archaon? Yeah, it's fucking tomato, tomato. <laughs> mm-hmm. So fucking Grimgore painted them down. It's pretty orky to let guys live. That's what orcs do. <laughs> yeah, it's totally what they do. <laughs> Just walk away. It's like a Jason cool. Statham black orc. Is that what Grimgore is? <laughs> is he bald? I don't know. You know what, Archie? You're just not worth it. <laughs> Walk away. You been uh, watching, listening to, reading anything cool? I sort of have a nugget of knowledge related to this very fact. I've got the number is 192.21, and that is how many hours Dresden Files 1 through 14 is. <laughs> And I've listened to 192 hours of Dresden <laughs> and about the last six weeks. <laughs> wow. That's fucking dedication. It's like a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. So I went back, and my double nug here is 198.8. That's how long five game, uh, five Song of Ice and Fire novels are. <laughs> game of Thrones through Feast of Crows and Dance of Dragons. Yeah. So that's pretty similar so I figured if I had been working on a new Woodoff Army, that's about like how long it took to get to the Woodoff Army, <laughs> like that amount of time, and uh, I'm only about halfway done with the demons, maybe <laughs> two-thirds, three-quarters by some estimates. you got a lot of ground to cover in the next like three weeks here. I do. Four weeks. Yeah, I'm about to take a couple half days in there, <laughs> burn through a weekend or two, Oof. or three. Well, I feel like I lost my drinking buddy because I haven't seen you in weeks. Yeah. Me and Ryan Khan have gotten pretty close lately. <laughs> <laughs> so, I fucking did it, Dresden. That last one was pretty good. Ah, it's finally really clicking, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, in the middle, the writing's kind of shaky. Then his writing gets better, but then the plots are staying kind of stale. Yeah. Going through seven and eight and nine, and then he's... <laughs> Work finally, he starts talking about the Wizard Council, and then it gets kind of real Harry Potter-ish. <laughs> there's like a council of wizards, and they're like in Scotland and shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, who do we try? They can't trust anybody. There's like evil wizards yeah, and shit. Yeah, they don't know who's on which side. The Grey Council or the White Council or the fucking... So that was... Black council. That was okay. And then... That the changes one where, like, the Beatles destroyed, his apartment's burned down. Yeah. <laughs> starts, well, that was pretty cool. Then the ghost one is, is better, and then this one is better. Like, yeah. he's just really moving the story forward, and you're finally getting some answers to some of, like, the outstanding plots of many, many books ago. Yeah. And he's finally starting to answer what's going on. So, when did that one come out? Just the ghost within one? the last year? No, Cold Days? That was within the last year, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's consistent, but I think he's been doing some side projects. I gotta get this fucking cat off here. Oi! Who's a naughty? Who's a goddamn naughty? Goddamn. Mm-hmm. So I had to go out and fucking scrounge up some new audiobooks. Oh, yeah? I'm listening to a book called Prince of Thorns by Mark Lawrence. Okay. It's pretty cool. It's like fantasy, pretty good fantasy, set in like uh, somewhat of a post-apocalyptic type of 
atmosphere were there nights and stuff but you can tell there was like a nuclear war before but it's real real light so everything's almost back to normal but there's some stuff that's left over and uh I'm not sure if I'm going to recommend it or not yet. I have to get to the end, but <laughs> like that dude's like an anti-hero kind of badass, like a real Uhtred de Bebenberg type yeah. character. <laughs> Except like he's really like pushing the line. There's like a Game of Thrones thing where he's like 14 years old and he's like a real badass. Oh god, <laughs> which is kind of like whatever. Like this dude's a kid. <laughs> but yeah, his parents get killed, or his mom, and then like he gets really sadistic and weird and. So I'm not sure if he's going to turn out okay in the end, or, <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. I'll report back on that one. Okay, to recommend it or not? Sure. But I'm almost, I'm almost done with it. Nice. I'm uh, scrounging for books to bring on the plane, so I don't know if I'll finish Canticle for Leibowitz mm-hmm. um, by then or not. But if not, I'll, I'll wrap that up. I'm about halfway through. It's, it's really good though. It's interesting. It's well written. It's another post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. I think I'm going to bring like 1984, and I'm going to go pick up Brave New World. I want to do some of these fucking futuristic society books for for the flight and the board time over mm-hmm. there. Shouldn't you be like trying to soak up some British culture before you go? <laughs> like, don't you want to bring like Discworld series? No, I d- <laughs> dude, I did just watch Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> this week, I watched the entire Downton Abbey series. Oh my it's, god, it's one of those. It's really fucking good. I liked it a lot. But it's one of those things where, like, nothing really happens. It's just a story about these people and their interactions and their relationships and shit like that. But it's pretty cool. I liked it, and I recommend it. There's only, like, six episodes in the first season, and I think that's all that was available as far as I saw. Solid, though. And plus, after that, or kind of before and after that, I've been watching just a ton of TED Talks. The latest one I'm watching is the fucking Under the Sea one, which is pretty badass. Under the Sea. Do they have an episode about the new Blood in the Sun tournament? (laughs) (laughs) Fetters up there? (laughs) They they might, actually, (laughs) at some point. The new skinny Grant Fetters up there. (laughs) That's a good question. I just found those. I don't know if they just all of a sudden added all of them. Yeah, all of a sudden it got huge. But uh, there's so many cool ones. I watched pretty much all the space ones don't bother with the one that's supposed to be funny because they're not really funny they're fucking stupid mm-hmm. but anything with space or math i watched all the math ones the nature ones are badass cue those up slam a bunch of nyquil and then just lay on the couch <laughs> and fall asleep watching them. <laughs> oh i did uh when i had my day off i got through i never seen the final x-men movie so yeah. i watched that one and i watched wolverine and then I'm like, there's like a lot of Patrick Stewart in there. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> let's see if the fucking Next Generation movies are on <laughs> Netflix. So I found they had Star Trek Insurrection and Star Trek Nemesis, ah, which yeah. are Next Generation movies. So you might want to check them out because you'd probably get a kick at, I assume there's in-jokes and stuff. Oh, like yeah. Worf is going through some kind of weird puberty. He's got like <laughs> a big pimple on his nose. <laughs> Insurrection, I'm not totally sure how it ends as I fall asleep, but... That one looked like a, just a pretty long, lame episode. <laughs> I bet you that's probably like the season finale. Like at the end of the show, they did a movie then, and I bet you that that that's could be probably the what it is. And then Star Trek Nemesis is pretty cool. That's I think that's the last one that they did. But the budget's a little higher, and the story's a little more intriguing because they're, they're going up against a young Picard clone <laughs> as a nemesis. Nice. And it's fucking Tom Hardy is the <laughs> is the Picard clone. Yeah. The fuck he's fucking Bane from 
<laughs> the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> just he's young a, though. Yeah, he's like a young, bald uh, Patrick Stewart. Well, that's odd because they did show like Captain Picard when he was in college, and even after that, and he has like this lush head of hair. Uh, in the in the TNG, they would fucking flash back on it sometimes. Uh, the clone, he definitely got that bald gene. Because <laughs> <laughs> then he's like dying, and he needs the real Picard to like steal his essential juices. Yeah, <laughs> that one's all right. It's kind of like everyone's got a puffy face because they're all like eight or nine years older. <laughs> like the fucking data makeup is like thick upon his, his body caked. caked. Somehow data got really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> all the episodes, both of the movies were, were real data heavy, yeah. data centric. It was all Picard and data. Yeah, he you know. plays a pretty heavy role in the show. I mean, he's one of the. I'd say the top like three or four characters for sure. Mm-hmm. Picard, him. I'd say like maybe Worf and uh, Riker. They're on an evil even level, but not nearly as much as is, uh, the two guys. Is Worf like the equivalent of Gimli? Like just pure comic yeah. relief, pretty much. Yeah, like he's really he's stoic. Like kind of real and Gimli. Yeah, he's like a forty k dwarf. They do a lot with that. It's it's pretty funny. Space squat. Space fucking fucking crenellation on his Harley. I got a a dude wrote in. Shout out to all the people that have been buying dice. All the black dice are sold, so I don't know if I'll get more made or not. When I come up with 200 bucks, maybe I'll get another batch made, but I don't expect that shit too soon. But uh, yeah, this bro Rick Partridge wrote in. He was talking about how I should really watch Deep Space Nine. I've had just a bunch of people tell me that shit was really good. Um, But he's pointing out these two podcasts. One of them is called Dork Trek. He said their humor reminds him of our show with dick jokes and they too have wondered if Worf is Ridge down below (laughs) (laughs) then there's they they literally just do reviews of episodes of Star Trek in order so I sounds pretty solid then the other one is called Star Trek Outpost so um, and that sounds like it says it's a monthly audio drama set on a space station in the same year um, as TNG's first season so pretty intrigued by these because i never really would have thought it was there so it sounds like it'd be pretty funny time they probably like hold up the fucking microphone to the the episodes to get the little Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah to the the show little beeps and the noises and stuff the way we got the fart porn (laughs) 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 so yeah it was pretty solid other than that shout out to uh, let's see norgles rot justin salas for his fucking donation bro hooked us up pretty solid bought some dice and shit too so for south coast i got a bunch of fucking preparation i've been up to you know i talked about what i did with the ungors you know getting mm-hmm. them re-equipped but so i fucking hired old chad hansen to make me an army display board that i could transport Ooh, seeing as i don't have the time for that shit at the moment so i i laid out my color schemes and like how to flock it and shit and then just gave him the dimensions biggest dimensions i could get to fit in the suitcase and he ran with it and came up with a fucking super awesome i'm really happy with it dude it's small it's super lightweight and it looks really good so because mm-hmm. i've been trying to come up with what to do for that for um for the bullovers i want to do something cool and i don't really want to do one of these big clunky ones like i did before so i might build off what uh chad created that kind of idea to come up with something new but so anyways it, it turned out really cool my army barely fucking fits on it dude <laughs> 2400 points of beast <laughs> so nice uh, squeezes on there i could still get a couple of the trees and shit. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get the herdstone on there or not, but mm-hmm. happy with how that turned out. Um, I got my list submitted for South Coast. I haven't heard anything back, though, so I don't know if he's checking it yet or not. In the proper format? Oh, yeah. Got that fucking submitted. 
I don't know if it's. I hope it do, does get accepted. You lose like ten points if they has to kick it back to you or something. So I was like, God damn it. And then other than that, my my whole army shockingly has fit into the Pelican case that I purchased. Mm-hmm. So Pelican sixteen ten. 2,400 points of beast fits in there just fine. And one of the, th- the only way that it was really possible is to keep everything on the movement trays and put it in there. Oh, so okay. anything fragile slash delicate will be when when it's standing upright, those models will also be standing upright in the case. So, you know, if, if it's laying down, they're like laying on their side. But when you pick it up, uh-huh. and that was really the only way to make it work. Dumbass me shelled out that extra 50 bucks for foam through the foam factory. Mm-hmm. Really didn't need that because the foam that came with it, I bought this fucker through Amazon, and for two extra bucks, you could get it with the foam. So you're saying it would have worked. I should have saved my fucking should've 50 bucks. <laughs> I thought it was $2 extra, or the cost the same. No, no, it was 2 bucks to get one with foam on Amazon versus mm-hmm. without foam. But I didn't know that foam would be decent, so I went to Foam Factory and bought 50-something bucks worth of foam. So I fucking blew 50 bones I didn't really need to blow. <laughs> well... It's not like if we ever travel anywhere else, you're probably going right. to use it. Make a different style list. Yeah. You've set I, your list for all tournament travel. Just, well, just based on how big and fragile the bull ogres are, they're never going in that case. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of trying to transport them that way. And I'm still super hesitant trying to transport that Razor Gore chariot. But so, okay, I'm, I was going to ask. I'm fucking you committed. You one chariot, one Razor Gore chariot? Yeah, one Razor Gore chariot, two Tusk Gore chariots, two solo Razor Gores. So, got to put it in the case assembled as it is. Where oh, yeah. Peel. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It has to go in there together. <laughs> like, fully. It's fucking delicate, too, man. It's fucking... Uh, so, I'm bringing the one with the standard on it, too. So, it's got this okay, huge fucking so standard hanging out the back of it. Is buy a few different things of that poster putty and just putty up their fucking bases and just stick them in there so when they're laying on their side, they won't do anything. You could even, like, put poster putty, you just blue tack up the spikes on that guy. Yeah. Choose the least spiky guy and kind of just wedge them in there where on each side that's touching the edge is, like, a big glob of blue or the blue tack or whatever it is. Just hold hold them solid. And how the Golden Demon people do it is, you know, because they got a super delicate models. Yeah. They just, like, blue tack the fuck out of it and put it in a box <laughs> really mm-hmm. um my plan was because i have literally a big bag full of plucked foam that i pulled out so i'm gonna pack a ton of plucked foam uh, in yeah, every single a- compartment with them so hopefully they can't even fucking move it all that that'll be the goal and i definitely have enough plucked foam to pull it off so that's i want to try a couple tests and see if it breaks but i don't want to break my model so <laughs> i think what i'm going to do is just pack them as best as i can put them away and then fucking We'll wait till South Coast and see what kind of breakage I have. So I'll be I'll be following up on that. But so far, I'm super happy with that case. It's yeah. gonna be in your sight the whole time. Right. I'm gonna get a fucking uh, oh. lo- a handcuff handcuffs with a really long chain in the middle and handcuff it to my arm. Sweet. <laughs> be like Transporter Four, <laughs> like <laughs> the made for straight to video version instead of Jason Statham, like they got you. I look way better than that fucking guy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll see. A little bit scared, but I'm super excited about the whole event. So I've spending a lot of time thinking about it and getting ready. I think my list, Some I tweeted a pic of my army on the display board and some, some bro responds, he's like, looks like you're bringing a fucking knife to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I uh, I agree, but this is what I have painted and uh, yeah. that, that is what it is. So I think I'm probably going to get one practice game in. I'm going to try to get one game in. Uh, dude, I'm... My I, list and then I'm... 
I've been trying to find time It'll for it too. Friday before. You, Friday at the event, dude. I'll fucking work out the kinks. <laughs> that's true. I do have a game lined up that Friday now. So some bro tweeted me like, "Yeah, I'm on it. You have to come find me because clearly I'm not going to know anybody <laughs> over there." So, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, let's fucking take a break. We're gonna have a special guest on right after this. Yeah, so we'll uh, do We got a fucking super special guest here. One of one of everybody's favorite short-lived podcasts. <laughs> Coming out of podcast retirement. Yeah. <laughs> it's Michael Clark Duncan. You made a deal. <laughs> you made a deal, boy. Made a deal, boy. <laughs> Back from the grave. Yo, sucking my sausage. <laughs> MCD, RIP, baby. <laughs> Glad. How you doing, man? Very good. Doing yeah, excellent. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I, I miss you, fellas. Yeah, we haven't yeah, seen you in a while, man. Uh, <laughs> you coming out to Acon this year? You now you know that that's impossible with uh, a brawler <laughs> match being like on the week or the week of the week after. Yeah. <laughs> but no, probably not this year. I am planning on a trip eventually. Back, got to okay. come back. Mm-hmm. How's Brawler Bash going? Is that, that going solid? Actually, really, really well. I, uh, earlier today, I taped with um, Ben Tweet, does the Bull City Wargaming podcast, and he took over to Brawler Bash. So, okay. And, and it, hey, I'm just super pumped. There's 73 people paid for the Brawler Bash. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Nice. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. <laughs> Guess once they get a real guy running it. Yeah, apparently the only thing <laughs> no. holding them back was me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to that. It's in my, it's right in my backyard. So, uh, you know, I, it's hard not to be uh, excited about that. Yeah, for sure. Is that what caused you to resurface from the hobby depths? No, like you're putting yeah. four? There was a there was a couple of things. Uh, I've 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 taken three like long hiatuses from Warhammer since I started back uh, hot and heavy in 2005. And every time <laughs> the formula has been kind of similar, there's been uh, podcasts have bring me before I get back <laughs> actually doing things. I start listening to podcasts because I can do that at work and it gets me pumped up and and you know kind of actually back in touch with what's going on. Uh, you guys are one of the podcasts that bring me back every time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And we should... well, because you know you're my friends, and I like to listen to everybody likes to listen to people talk who they know, and they talk. Yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That and then you know I ain't gonna lie, the the demons coming out that piqued my interest. Yeah. <laughs> a bit, and uh, I'm a long time demon player, and also the yeah the brawler bash. If if I hadn't have shown up, if I hadn't have gone, then it wouldn't have looked like he was a legitimate heir. So I got to put some, you know, I got to got to put my my full support behind him. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, so yeah, I like the hood. Pass. <laughs> no, it's cold as a motherfucker in here, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking literally three degrees when I left for work this morning. <laughs> so you used to run an all demon of Slanish army, or did you have some other no, forces in there? No, did it, you run that? It's always I've always been mono uh, Slanesh, and now I'm just going to be mono Slanesh with a couple skill cannons. So, yeah, <laughs> and some slimy looking beasts. I've totally sold out. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Seems like the theme, though. Yeah, I mean that's. that's I've always been slimy, so if slimy hadn't always been the best choice, but 
Uh, even if they sucked really bad, I'd still had I'd have had like, you know seventy demonettes, cold, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, and do you have like the old metal ones? I have I have all actually. I have in my army. I have the third edition with the small claws. The then the next ones were the large claw, the ginormous claws. Yeah, and then uh, and then there were the sexy. <laughs> yeah, in the plastic one. So I have actually I have a unit of all of them in my army now. I don't field all of them all the time, but in the army that I have, uh, probably going to take the brawler bash three thousand. I have three different kinds of demonettes. So do you rock like a keeper? I or uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get away from a greater demon, especially in this iteration of the book. So I rock a keeper, and actually with my three K list, I'm doing a uh, a keeper and a and a demon prince. Oh, uh, cool, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Double so. Hours. We had you on so we can go through the, the slanish portions of the new demon book. That's great. I know. That sound cool? Yeah. Badass. <laughs> Starting with the fluff on page 12. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, let's start with the fucking core. Okay. The fucking demonettes. Yeah. So the demonettes are, are, they have an excellent stat line other than their strength. I mean, it's pretty lackluster at three, but high weapon skill. Great movement for infantry, you know, base six. They the the point cost is right at eleven points, so they're the cheapest core that you can get in the the in the book. Uh regular leadership for demon seven. You know, they two attacks each though, so they can put out some attacks. It kinda lends them to some of the buff spells like uh Mind Razor of course and uh the withering. So if withering stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also, yeah. they're also armor piercing, so and that actually is more of a big deal than it may seem on paper. Mm-hmm. They uh yeah with the armor piercing that puts them at like the same penetration ability of like the blood letters basically and the the plague bearers. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty big deal. It's, with strength three, with armor piercing, it mitigates that that horrible horrible strength. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the speed is is powerful, and you know every demon every demon core has a five plus ward save. So how well can you roll? Yeah, yeah. I think the speed is a big deal because think how many like for a charge. You know, infantry is only 2d6, so like a unit of plague bearers. Compared to that, you have like two more on a charge. That's a pretty big on like a 2d6. Yeah, it, it is. Needing like a 7 instead of a 9 or a 5 instead of a 7. Yeah, and especially when you, with my big block, what I, I'm running, uh, in particularly at the moment at 3,000, I'm running one big big block of 30 and then two 18s. But my 30, I put the, the banner swiftness on, so it gives them that 7-inch movement, so a 14. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, they can boogie on down the road. Yeah. So that's your goal then? You just rush them in and yeah, but, try and start uh, killing shit? Yeah, magic is my bugbear. I'm, I'm terrified of other people's magic. Uh. O- OP, OPM, other people's magic. <laughs> yeah, I have to get in there and, and, and do the nasty. And I, it also allows me to pick pick my own, you know, pick pick my matchups that I want. Yeah, yeah you can swiftly, you can put them on the flank and still get in there and no. Zero turns flat, pretty much. Yeah, and you know, eight inches—that's huge. Yeah, the the, the banner swiftness is good on a flanking unit, also. But what I found was it was more important to absolutely assure whenever you want to send the very best, which is a thirty-man unit demonets down somebody's throat, they need to get there. Whenever <laughs> that happens, because really, it's all about uh, my army, particularly, and maybe Slanesh in general now is about combo charges. You have to get things in there at you know multiple multiple units. Demonettes can do it on their own unless you're fighting Skaven slaves or Empire people and <laughs> yeah, doing that. It's pretty limited. Yeah. So it, with the speed, it helps assure that I can get those combo alpha strike charges. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the other thing with the demonettes, I think, is they're like really the only unit that you can take uh, just ten of them and still have pretty much like an effective little 
unit there just because they since they have two attacks you can run them you know five wide or seven wide to get 15 to 17 attacks for a tiny little unit like that for only 110 points compared to where bloodletters or plague bearers i mean just they just have one attack each that's just not going to cut it even against other kind of light stuff yeah i agree with you there i think um and also it's going along the same lines with two attacks you don't feel as bad not hoarding up so I don't mind going six across and six true, two. yeah. Because I mean, I just get you get a little bit less uh, bang for your buck when you hoard up when they when you only get that one extra attack as opposed to you know all the other core. So yeah, and I, and actually what I've found is demonettes don't do the killing anyway. It's you need them <laughs> for the ranks, and then you need something hard to hit the width. Yeah, get in there and stick them. Right. They're not going to go anywhere for a while. So you think 30 is just kind of... 36 wide? Yeah, 30, I, I go 6 wide with all of them. I mean, I'm not any... You have to be willing to reform if the if it dictates. Oh, yeah, the, absolutely. Right. But yeah, I think for the most part, I go six wide, and I, you know, I maintain my ranks for quite a while. You're not, I'm not, I don't really miss that that other uh, attack. And like I said, my plan is to multi charge. So I, I, if I was ten wide, I'd have more difficult time getting multiple units in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. Sure, but it's really a trade off. It you're, is. You're gonna get how many extra attacks for each file? Four extra attacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but how many extra attacks are they gonna get true. against your demon hats? Yeah. Plus, I mean, I don't miss how how many how much do you miss strength? three attacks anyway <laughs> like, yeah, you know don't <laughs> you don't exactly <laughs> yeah okay cool so what have you been running a herald with the unit i have not now my, my um for the time being i played about five games so far with the new um with the new demons um i've been running a herald a bsb i, mean, I think they're they're pretty standard you, you probably have to have one he's out there he's easy to kill yeah, he seems pretty uh, vulnerable. Yeah. Do you put him in the combat unit or yeah, one of the side I have units? one. I, I, right now I'm running one BSB. Uh, he is in the combat unit. I'm not giving him any locusts other than the, the five. So people that don't know, there, there's three different tiers of locusts for every herald. For Slanesh, mm-hmm. yep. the first one is, I think it's a sleeper phenomenal uh, five points. Probably maybe the best five points in the game right now. <laughs> it is. It's, it's the locusts of grace. So the herald in any unit they're in, auto passes every dangerous terrain test and characteristic test. So huge. Ooh, huge. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I always like dwellering. Yeah. So you're immune, to, you're immune <laughs> to dwellers and uh, not that you really suffer a whole lot from purple sun, but you're immune to it. The dark magic, black horror. I guess you're immune to that mm-hmm. too. Toughness test. Yeah. Any, and- anything like that. Plus um, the, the dangerous terrain test kind of comes into its own, um, on my other herald that I run in a unit of steeds. So um, I do have another herald that I've set up to run with the lash, the 50-point default slash magic item. So it's uh-huh. a shooting attack, 2d6, um, strength at whatever the, the strength of the character is. So in this case, it's four. They have a good bow skill at six. So, you know, with fast cab, you can march 20 and still, it's got a 12-inch range, so you can still get a couple hit of licks in different places. I found that to be pretty useful. Okay, sure. cool. It's a little uh, bit. Gimp- I hadn't considered that on on the Herald because you always think about it. Put it on the big Kipper. Yeah, there's strength six by using a uh, greater demon model. You're potentially limiting it to the because it can it can't march and shoot. It can only move and shoot if it's you know the greater demon isn't fast. Yeah, that's you know? the problem. That that's really the end. That's the end of it uh, for me. Was you can't march and shoot. So yeah, it's a 22 inch range, but I I continually found that the only thing that does wounds is the keeper the demon prince the soul grinder the chariot so you have to get those guys in combat and if you don't then you're just you're just wasting time you got six time you got six chances to do it it's like operation grill 
No, I like the idea of that that slantish herald on a steed. So, do you put it with a unit? Let's go into the special. Okay. The uh, the seekers of slantish. Looks like they dropped a fair amount of points. It, yeah, they dropped under twenty even. Yeah, I think they dropped four points. I'm not sure about that. I think they're twenty four points each. But um, yeah, they're, they're twenty even now. I think they're pretty they're pretty competitively priced. They're good at what they do. I mean, they're fast. They get a vanguard. Uh, they're you know they they generally can beat every other people's fast cav. Maybe not wild riders, but they can beat uh, most everything else in a straight up fight. That's you know chaff. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're excellent at getting threatening uh, war machines, which is a you know it's a pretty big deal whenever you're you're you can't hide your general ever he's just a big tool just standing <laughs> straight up on going hey guys <laughs> cannonball magnet so yeah I, I found them to be i found one unit at least to be really useful uh also I, i've been running the the lichbone standard so now the demons can they have access to some of the cheaper basic standards yeah which is nice because there's a couple of really nice cheap ones yeah and the uh well, the, the demonettes can definitely Get get used out of the flaming banner. You're yeah. one of the few that can. That's right. And I, I usually run one of my smaller flanking units with the uh, flaming banner just to try to clean up any uh, regenerating. Just, yeah. <laughs> but the so the seekers are a good delivery system for the the lash um, the lash herald. Mm-hmm. It's also good. What I found it to be pretty useful as is a stand and shoot too, because you can use. That. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's it can be a big deterrent for anybody else to charge you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. I think you could definitely catch some people out on that. I mean, have you? Because yeah, I'd be yeah, like, um, what the fuck is this little <laughs> unit here? Well, this, what is he doing? What I've had happen twice is that the unit dies around, like in some, they they get into combat with something that uh, is a little bit higher than their pay grade, and the unit dies around the herald. But then I'm able to get you know some help over there. And then the herald's on its own, and then I don't really want to put him in because they're so vulnerable. You know, yeah, toughness three, six armor. Five Five wards. So, uh, what I just run him around and lash people. I whip people to death. (laughs) 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 Hadn't done a whole lot yet, but it has. uh, At least it does something. And then with him being, I I run both of them as level one uh, wizards. Mm -hmm. I think with a character like that, you definitely keep people honest with keeping characters and units and kind of yeah, other stuff like that. I think so. And with, um, yeah, and it gives you, gives you a couple options. I mean, it's, it's somewhat expensive at, uh, at 50 points, but you know, if, if the, if I'm running across, if I run across an army that I don't think it's very useful, the lash, then I can always trade that out for a roll on the, uh, chart or a magic weapon. So that's a, that's a good point. We didn't really make a mm-hmm. ability. I, I'm really loving that flexibility of the uh, magic items. The, the chaos sure. gifts. Yeah. It's in between this. <laughs> yeah. It's hand. Plus two attacks, plus two strength. Yeah. Possibly no armors. I think that's probably one of the coolest is you want to take no armor save type items, but then you're playing against like orcs or Skaven or some or another demon player, <laughs> and it's just completely useless. Yeah. Right. So now they give you a chance to uh, to change that out. And it's a little bit random. And at first, I think the Internet have kind of realized that it's not bad. I mean, you plan for the default and then... If you get something else, that's gravy. But, right. Yeah. So I think everybody's realizing that it, it actually is somewhat of an asset now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So have you been using Fiends of Slanish? So, yeah. 
I'm a little bit angry about things because I used to like the, <laughs> <laughs> I used to like the singles because that was and I had two yeah. built and I, I enjoyed running just two singles. I know some people want, ran big units and they were pretty good, but yeah, they got hit pretty hard. They went up ten points. <laughs> they lost the attack, but the big deal for me is they they went from one plus to three plus as a unit. So that that kind of hurt <laughs> that hurt my ability to use them. I think they may still have some use in their special ability. Soporific Musk. It's a little bit limited, but any model in base contact with a fiend is minus one weapon skill and initiative. That sounds mm-hmm. good, but it would be a heck of a lot better if it was any unit in combat. Yeah, because then you could do yeah. some combo type stuff. So the combos are combo fiend charges are a little bit limited in the fact that you have to be still in base. Yeah, you go in on the flank. You're that's like one file worth of guys to the front. It doesn't really yeah help them out that much. But yeah. what? that does if you look at it it doesn't say minus one weapon skill minus one initiative down to a minimum of one it does not so what you can actually do is hit them with a couple miasmas with your level one mm-hmm. shadow wizards there your heralds I am. and uh, if you take their weapon skill down to one hit them with that fiend they become weapon skill zero <laughs> so weapon skill zero if you look in the rule book it's on page eight or nine it, those models are automatically hit, so uh. you have a potential combo here. And they can't attack either, I don't think, right? Well, in 7th edition, a model with weapon skill 0 couldn't attack. It doesn't say anywhere. That's not explicitly addressed anywhere in the rule book. If you look in the hit section, you could come up with weapon skill 0 isn't on the chart, but the worst you can ever get is a 5+. Yeah. <laughs> You could extrapolate that because there's some wording there, but it references the chart. But then there's a paragraph below where it says anything always hits on a six. So so, so, so here's a question. You'd have to talk to your TO yeah. before you go in to decide how they want to play that. I find that to be pretty difficult to pull off. It had to it'd be multiple miasmas, which is possible, but it is Oh yeah, it's possible. But you know, as a rule, I just like the minus one weapons call because usually each pip on a D three will matter. It's cool because minus one weapon skill is both sometimes an offensive buff and sometimes a defensive buff. It depends yeah. on who you're fighting and what their weapon skill is. Well, against the majority stuff's weapon skill four. So yeah, it's so, an offensive. Yeah, they're going to be hitting them on threes. Yeah. Against chaos warriors, they're only going to be hitting you on fours. Right. You're going to be right. against weapon skill three stuff. They're going to be hitting you on fives. Like at each one of those weapon skill levels, it comes in useful. Right. And fucking zombies are weapon skill one, so you get your ass in there. You're going to be auto-hitting all the zombies. <laughs> so here's a question that, that hadn't really been addressed. So supporting attacks, do they mm-hmm. attack at a different weapon skill? Uh, if they're not in base, I would assume yeah, they would, yeah. they probably would attack so, at their... Some, so you got to tell some bro, broner to have to... You know, those guys need threes and those guys need fours in the same unit. <laughs> Uh, you just tell him. You tell him y'all need three, y'all need four. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wait for his little ferret brain to pick it up. <laughs> it's a real fucking Raj tactic there, FYI. <laughs> no, I, so I don't. I, I find that their usefulness is diminished somewhat. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. They're they're pretty expensive. I don't have a lot of them, so I I never run. A, I ran a big block, so I'm, I'm not right now. They may come out to be pretty good. They're still decent. I mean, there's a lot of good special choices though, so they're competing with a whole lot of other nice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was fucking very I'm happy still. to see that they went to three plus. Uh, oh, I'm sick yeah. of Raj fucking with me with those goddamn yeah. things. <laughs> I'm not counting them out yet. You're already running that lash hero in a unit of the seekers. So you could easily give that guy the ASF and then you have the option of popping them into these into a unit of the fucking fiends to really 
turn them into some some meat grinders. <laughs> and if if you are truly worshiping at the altar of solo mono slanesh, then mm. and not actually and not just calling it slanesh and painting everything slaneshy, but using counts as models, then this is one of the rare ways to get toughness for and strength of more than three in your army. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's something to be said about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're fast. I mean, they're very fast. You can't count that out. I mean, that, that's a that's a big deal. So, For sure. But, no, I, I'm not running a lot of them right now, but they're, they're still they're still useful. They've just been pointed probably uh, maybe a little bit high, but uh, we'll see. I haven't yeah. put them on the field yet. I think probably five or ten more than they need to be. So you got a couple of seeker chariots or what? So, yeah, I'm, I like the chariots. I like the models. The, the chariot rules are kind of blah. I mean... They're just really, they're not quite good enough. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've had suspicions of in tests. What I, what my brain told me, my eyes have been telling me is true on, on the feet. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're a little bit overpointed. Uh, I mean, they're, they're useful because they're fast, but they, you know, uh, strength four is just, it's like lackluster. It is really it just left me wanting. And uh, the big chair that I like, I think it was a pain in the penis to put together, though. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, it looked like it. Oh, my gosh. I, I had, how, long, yeah. how long do you think that took? Um, just assembling it to a point where I could start painting it took about six hours. I mean, just, and that was that's not a conversion at all. It was just kit. <laughs> that's the hell flare, right? No, so it was the salt oh, for the big the big boys. Sure. So, but and that was just to put it in pieces that I could paint because there's no possibility of you painting it to any decent standard, or, or at least my the standard I wanted uh, while it's all together. Just not that's not a player. It wasn't on grid. All told, I don't know, man. It, I, I was up into like the Johnny numbers with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't grid it out, but it was put this way. I'm glad that, that that was the my comeback project because I was running out of steam at the end of that. But it probably <laughs> took into twenty five to thirty hours. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> wide exactly. Is it it's a hundred millimeters wide? It's a hundred like a hundred and fifty. So it's a, a Ragnarok base. <laughs> so it's pretty foul. But you know, it it brings a couple of interesting things to the table. I mean it, it can't really be counted out either. It's got some interesting synergies that I, I think that I could explore. One of them is it's eight wounds. So and we're talking about the exalted right now. The secret chariot in in uh, special is really mm-hmm. just I mean it, it's really blah. It's fast, but it, it's got four wounds. It's got four toughness, a six-up save. I mean, uh, high elf archers are going to see it off the table. Yeah. yeah. Make it make it cry. So uh, <laughs> unless it can in quick, then that's – but it's okay. I mean, it's a chariot. So if I can get it in, my army works on multiple threats that are going to hit you early, so you have to really target prioritize. So that's how – that's the only way it works. Otherwise, I get killed piecemeal. But the exalted chariot <laughs> – is an interesting thing because it has eight wounds, which means it, uh, one cannonball can't kill it at all, and then multiple cannon shots may not kill it in one turn. Well, yeah, because then you're they could roll a one to wound. You right. can make your five up. They could roll one or two wounds. It could probably take three or four cannon right. shots, and it has. And I've I've actually seen that bear out for true on the on the field because people are terrified of it. They're, I, they're like, what what the hell is that thing? What is it? <laughs> It looks bad, and it looks like it's going to hurt you bad. But it, <laughs> they're like four strength. Why was I scared of that thing? It does. It tends to get to combat, or it gets a, an undue amount of uh, attention. But also, I like the fact that it has two d six plus one impact hits at strength four. But that's still a decent amount. And then it has fourteen attacks from the steeds and the people on top. That's a substantial <laughs> amount of attacks. Yeah, it, that's, that's a bucket load. Yeah, it can, it's like a unit frontage, right? And it can deliver all those from a corner. 
So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from a combo charge, that's, barely clipped it. That's the key. The key is nice. get it in combo, combo baby, it's combo. <laughs> it's also it also makes it a. Um, and I haven't successfully done this, but it makes it a candidate for mine raiser because you know. Yeah, but oh, man. two six uh, strength seven, and then fourteen attacks is not a total waste. No, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Solid strength there. seven. That would be good. So uh, I haven't actually gotten that one off yet, and I, I this my list now with the the double lords is pretty magic light, but I'm not. That won't be a player. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. And like I said, people are pretty scared of it. So would you ever use the hell flare? It's that's a hard sell, brother. I mean, I love Slanet. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the corner, man. You just got to get the corner in. <laughs> you do have to get the corner, but golly, geez. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I, it It's possible. I mean, it, it's not unplayable. It it does it does get a couple of extra attacks, but gosh, what you pay for and the spots it's in, I mean, it's just it's just not good enough. And it's weird. Like it just it's sideways. And it You tell me you you didn't magnetize your exalted chariot so you could pull it apart <laughs> and use it as a health flare if you re- if you needed to in a pinch. Like, like Lion Voltron. I could make the, <laughs> the big one. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um another the health flare I haven't used it on the board, but I you know, I can add. And it doesn't look like uh, it, it does great. <laughs> hey, man. The thing's like twice as wide. Twice as hard to sneak past it for your like a little unit of flyers or something. People say that they can sneak it down the side of the board easier. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it shares that rarefied air with the, uh, the skull can of the corn. And uh, for me, I actually kind of dig the soul grinder in my army. It brings it brings a little okay. to the table. Um, which you have a, the the flame thrower? Yeah, I do actually. I, the, I think uh, really the stone thrower. I think if you're gonna bring it and you have the points, then the flame thrower makes it worthwhile. Uh, That's solid. You only need one hit on a unit. You can really fry some stuff. <laughs> the fire thrower is pretty reliable as far as war machines go. Well, that that and the fact that uh, even if you misfire, uh, old boy just takes a wound. Just takes a That's, wound, yeah. That's, but <laughs> I mean, the the skill cannon blows up. It can it can go away. Yeah, that burning chariot. It fucking takes D six strength six hits. Like it could. <laughs> A third time it would like kill itself. Moves itself on two pluses. Because somebody somewhere said this thing is too good. Yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Have you been taking any furies? I don't have. I haven't been taking any furies. I don't like the fact that they're leadership two and they run around away from the hero, the the, the lord. But then again, my army is so fast and that I don't particularly need them to hold up things. Uh, you know, I have beast of Nurgle that are painted like Slanesh fiends for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I haven't used them, and they're they're obviously good. Any hey, boy, <laughs> boy, he's fucking making a bunch of racket over here. So, I didn't want to yell in your ear. <laughs> you just put your cat genitals up on the screen. You're like, hey, look, <laughs> look at this fucking pink asshole. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean it's a flying chaff unit, so you can't underestimate that, and they're fairly cheap. I just haven't been running any lately. I was wondering if it's worth it for the mark upgrade, because then you can use the general's leadership. Yeah, no, it is. I, I think if you have them, you should mark them, because then if you just happen to be in the and, the, and your generals tend to be large. Well, your generals going to be it's large target, yeah. Mean, and I've got some, I've gotten some mileage out of that. Yeah, there's a good chance they could be in that bubble. So I would definitely mark them. Corn and Nurgle, I think, come up on top for those for those kind of yeah. marks. Okay. In general. Let's uh, take a quick break, and then we'll get into this a little more. Okay.
So, what's your character setup? I always, I will always have probably a keeper if I'm running a Slanesh list. I don't rate the Demon Prince if you're running Slanesh. I've talked about this with a couple people. If you're running another different god, and uh, particularly Nurgle, the Demon Prince gives you a couple of options that the Greater Unclean one just really doesn't. Speed, mobility. You know, if, mm-hmm. you, if you really want a, a level four flying lord on death, there's only one way to get it, and that's uh, Demon Prince. But mm-hmm. but for so you go one of each then. Um, I, I use uh, a, not at twenty four hundred. Yeah, twenty four hundred. I'd have to go down to one greater demon. I think for Slanesh, it's not the, the the math just doesn't work out where the demon prince is worth it because uh, once you add magic levels, wings, chaos armor to make to make up the mobility. A problem, then you're, if you do the same thing with the greater demon, you're looking at about 50 to 60 points less. That's the only, you're 50, 60 points more for the greater demon. So the keeper, 375. Yep. Demon Prince is 250, free Marcus Slanesh, and a level one is 285. So he's move eight, which is comparable. One less attack. He's got a little less initiative. One less wound, one less toughness. Yeah. Now that's 90 points difference there. Well, you're not putting <laughs> wings on, right? Yeah, no wings. I don't know. Moving eight's good, but uh, I don't... Being able to bounce over terrain is huge. If there's yeah. cannons around, something like that. Um, so do you go upgrade all the way to level four? Um, in my 3,000-point list, I have not. Uh, I think that I probably would in lower points when I'm only running one Lord, just because level four is good. If I run a level four, it's going to be on uh, Shadow. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about it a little bit, but Lord Slanesh is, is a great lore, but... Shadow complements your fighty yeah. troops so yeah. so well. It does. You guys are pretty good, but you need the buffs, debuffs... Yeah, you do. ...to be able to go up against every kind of opponent. Well, so... Let's let's stick with the keeper for a couple minutes. What's what's his main role in your army? You know, what do you set out to do generally? The keeper's main role in my army is, is to can open and to add kills. The, he is a combat machine. He has to be because I don't have anything else that can reliably kill stuff. So you slam them into heavily armored troops, yeah. or you do combo charges with your foot troops? Yeah, it depends on it depends on what kit he gets from my rolls. Like I, I really like to get the lesser gift of uh, multiple wounds too. If that happens, then I'll get I'll, all day long jump into blood crushers and you know griffin knights or whatever you know demigriffs. But other than that, and and kill characters. But yeah, he he's going to combo charge with a unit with some ranks so that one I when I do win combat, hopefully that the other unit's not stubborn. Yeah, he he's just there to to cause wounds and to do some magic to throw a little bit of magic. Okay. Well, then that you know those hex hex and augments work well with that too because yeah. you can get that shit from combat. It so. is. Um, what I've, I've I'm actually running when he's level one. I run the Lord Slanesh. Actually, the worst spell in the deck, in my opinion, is the signature, which is too sad. Yeah. Too bad, unfortunately. <laughs> too bad. <Yeah. laughs> there's, there's a lot of things to lend itself. It has a lot lower casting values overall than Shadow. Shadow's pretty high when it comes. Well. But Miasma is an amazing spell. It's so versatile. You're right. It is It is an amazing spell. Uh, but I actually, I had two other Shadow uh, level ones that, that get uh, uh, And they default to it generally. Uh, what I found to be useful is uh, the uh, Lord Slanesh offers one of the rare hexes in the game that can cause damage, which is nice. Uh, Cacophonic Choir. Number six. Cacophonic. <laughs> You're so smart. so that offers you the ability to do damage in combat which is pretty pretty good for a a character that you hope is in combat three or four turns out of six 
Mm-hmm. But but there's other spells too. Acquiescence is an amazing spell, and if you can catch that one, it's low casting cost. Making something, uh, I think I think you've probably talked about it a little bit. It kind of be, it can be a two edged sword. You have to be really careful about who you give random D six movement to, because it can mm-hmm. really bite you in the a. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, in the ass. We can say that on. I, I'm not. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> F them dudes in the a. <laughs> so. Did- do you take like three level ones then? Yeah, so uh, my basic setup is the three level ones. And I could definitely see going level four uh, just for, for defensive purposes as much as offensive and to get a little complement of spells. I'm kind of trying to use the lower Slanesh because it's new. And I just want to kind of use mm-hmm. it and throw it out there. Sure. But yeah, I mean, Shadow, it, they're up against a uh, an all star lore, so it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sending sending a, a War Machine crew moving, you know, D three D six inches and not shooting is pretty good. <laughs> so, what's your gift setup usually? Uh, you know, I've kind of toyed with that. Um, I think if you're point starved, like like I am in the the 3K list with two lords, I go with just one lesser, and I think that just gives you the most bang for your buck. I mean, you can always default to the always strike first sword, which is a mm-hmm. a big favorite, and that gives and the key, that's what that gives the keeper some uh, reliability. Uh, that way, he can he's not going to whiff in combat as much. <laughs> it also it, and you can also get that awesome uh, multiple wounds too, which makes him a an actual Absolute, absolute character and uh, you know monstrous infantry slayer. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's so nasty when he gets that. Uh, the other stuff is kind of lackluster, but there's some. You know, th- th- those are all good things. You can also get always strike first, just in general. If I've got plenty of points, though, I've been considering the the 75 point exalted gift, mm-hmm. and then hoping I get you know six, which gives me one of those and a lesser gift. <laughs> Plus three strength, multiple <laughs> wounds too. Yeah, yeah. what you hoping for? I, I can dig that. Or if I was playing like a double slon list. I might uh, go for the sorceress. You know, one if I rolled one of the other things like extra dispel die for every spell. If I not a multiple slime list, I wouldn't uh, do that. Mm-hmm. If I was going against somebody like uh, that would spam, I don't know, like a vampire counts army that spammed the yeah. death. I might do that. That way, you get extra uh, dispel dice. It, it, that would give you a lot of options too. I think mm-hmm. the and the sword is pretty good. You know, D three strength attacks initiative weapon skill. Yeah, it's it's okay, but it's I think okay. yeah, uh, I really game changing for seventy five points. Yeah, I mean you're right. It's a little bit iffy, but it, I think the ability to maybe get a, a free lesser gift is pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. So for you said you got some games in. Have you been playing where for the Reign of Chaos table where if you roll five, six, eight, and nine that that affects the enemy yeah, as well as enemy you? Enemy unit that's not in combat. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Been rolling. That's why that's how we've been playing it. Uh, I think that's how it's going to end up. I, I, to me, it's I can I can see where the the other camp is arguing. I can see what what their platform is. I just don't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't acknowledge that it's valid. <laughs> I just don't. See <laughs> and I don't think it's going to end up that way because I, I've seen now how it how little it affects the the game. It it's one of those weird things that on paper looks like you're like oh my god this is going to change Warhammer, but it's. <laughs> 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 it doesn't because I mean the thing is is my army is engagement and it's in your face and so I'm attacking you and honestly you know like in the last couple of games it's never seen any it's not, I haven't seen it yet do any substantial damage to any unit 
mm-hmm. as far as those. I say that about. fortunately Slanish's enemy is Corn, so I'm wondering if uh, he's dropped a rock on your Keeper of Secrets <laughs> head yet. <laughs> but I, I hate for that to come up. I haven't actually hurt my own units yet with those. Although I will say this, I played a demon on demon army today. And it was, it was very strange. I mean, we, we had a lot of rolls on that chart and it was, <laughs> I mean, we, the, he rolled three times. He rolled the 11, which is random, random wizard. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Did, he, did he get you out with any of them? He didn't. I made all my, I made all my leadership checks, <laughs> which is nice, but yeah, I mean, he could have sucked me in the warp, which would have been bad. Uh, <laughs> and awesome if he like popped like a Herald of Slanish and then like he put down his own Herald of Slanish yeah. within six inches. <laughs> I think Herald of Slanish suck. So they're, uh, you know, putting it down there will be all right. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think, yeah. I think I would take a Zinch guy. I don't. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. Are they automatic uh, wizards or no? They're not. Yeah, you'd roll for a spell right away. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so you got like a yeah. lower metal or something in a pinch. <laughs> so, yeah, probably a better idea than taking Slanesh. No, but a couple times, well, I'll tell you what did make a big difference in our games was he rolled up uh, twice out of the six turns. He rolled up the your all your demons. He rolled the four, I think, which is the all your ward saves are minus one. Excess both. <laughs> because yeah, it's things. all demons. <laughs> <laughs> it really that 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 screwed me in the A. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, come on, man! Why'd you do that? <laughs> so we were all rocking six uh, ward saves. Yeah, so that was that was good. But I I think the chart's fine, and it, honestly, it goes by pretty fast. You, you can uh, you can rock out with it pretty fast. It's like uh, it's like animosity. I mean, you guys have played uh, Orc and Goblins. If somebody who knows what they're doing, they can they can uh, chop through that pretty quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. So. I'm intrigued, though, that you said it really doesn't have any or very little impact in the game, because I was one of those bros that was not looking forward to playing against demons. <laughs> it has not. This is the end of Warhammer. He's changing Warhammer as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it really hasn't. I mean, obviously, it's going to suck whenever I can read, so I can see what could pop. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, you know, I suck techless in, into the warp, and, you know, the, the high-up player is going to cry bitter salty tears and walk away. But <laughs> it's going to suck, I guess, when all my people have to take instability tests and I pop all my single characters and stuff. But yeah. that's going to be good. But by and large, you know, there's six turns, and you, it, it has not done anything for me in five games. Anything big. No no big swings. I've heard, I've heard some people it really affect them, but it's pretty random. I think it's cool. I think it's. Uh, I definitely think it's fluffy. It's probably my favorite thing, and it's a sleeper favorite. When I read the book first, I didn't think it would be my favorite. But I think it's probably my favorite rule that they. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. Have you uh, had any units go pop from rolling the double six yet? <laughs> I haven't, and I haven't had any. Um, I haven't gotten all my my models back yet either. <laughs> okay. And how many how many games you got in? Five. Uh, okay. okay. I, um, I'm winning most of my combats, honestly, but they're they're just not winning by enough. The guys are if if I do lose ultimately to combat, then it's because they're stubborn. I can't get enough ranks to bear. I think that's probably the key of beating the army that I run is destroying my block, so I can't bring ranks to bear. If if you're one of those armies that care about rank. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I break your stubborn, I'm typically going to win in the first round or two of combat because I've got the matchups that I want. But right. if you're stubborn, then there's not much I can do if you can roll, you know, under eight or nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
you mentioned the skill cannon and beasts of Nurgle. So you're running predominantly slanish, but so what units have you been taking from the other gods that you feel add something to your list? So my, my demon friend, first off, is Corn. I, I run her. It's a it's a female model, Lilith. I, <laughs> I run her pretty cheap. So just chaos armor, wings. This is in your three thousand point. Yeah, my three thousand. I think when you're if you're not going to give them magic levels, which she's my second lord, so I don't need magic levels on her. I decided mm-hmm. to go Corn. It gives me a couple of things. It gives me the plus one strength on a charge, which for me, you know, all my alpha strikes, I'm putting air quotes up. <laughs> it's important because I'm I'm really angling for that almighty hammer blow because that's all I got, really. I got nothing after that. After <laughs> so it gives you the plus one strength on the charge. She's a flyer. She can choose her matchup. She's generally going to get in where she wants to be. And it also gives you access to that that juicy, juicy uh, axe of corn or the, the blade of skull, bro, you know, whatever that thing is, a 25 uh, corn. So I take a left gift and default to the, um, it gives plus one strength always and killing blow. So she's strength eight on the charge with killing blow all the time. That's pretty handy. If I can hit with it. Oh, yeah. That's very decent. Yeah. So, and, and that gives you some options, non-Mind Razor ability to deal with those hugely high toughness models like uh, Spink, <laughs> Treekin that are life buffed and stuff like that. Yeah. It takes away all armor, which is nice. So, have you just been using single beasts of Nurgle then for like chaff or have you yeah. been using like no, of them? I, I have been. Uh, I've been using single beast Nurgle recently. I, I finally got over my aversion to uh, fiends that look like fiends from Nash as single beast. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got on the train. <laughs> they're really good. I mean, they're for the points. They're great. You can't you can't really replicate sixty points to do exactly what they do. Their movement's decent. I mean, it's six. They're tough mm-hmm. as balls. I mean, you can't shift them in the in the game today. My demon prince jumped in on some plague drones on the other side. Mm-hmm. Ultimately killed them, but only with help from a uh, a rank unit. Eventually, I mean, the, she she probably would have been. They would have probably seen her off eventually. But the mm-hmm. later on, I I got in a tussle with a beast of Nurgle. He got one of his beasts in on me. <laughs> it took twenty five attacks to kill that jam thing. <laughs> got in a tussle with a beast of Nurgle. <laughs> twenty five attacks to take out four wounds. Yeah. I'm talking about strength seven, weapon skill nine. It would suck, <laughs> suck so bad. Uh, Just wants to love you. He's an attention seeker <laughs> so they're really tough and they can that's i think that's probably the ideal use for that so 60 60 points of his was holding up 340 points of mine <laughs> so how's your your skill cannon been performing you know I, it is best in combat i mean it's obviously a cannon too and it does that well but with just one if you don't have redundancy on your cannons uh, i learned this when i was playing empire you got to have two to get anything done really uh, other than that you're just you're just rolling the bones and hoping for good rolls so uh, <laughs> but it, i tell you what it's freaking amazing in combat absolutely amazing i use it as my third chariot and it's actually my best chariot i wish <laughs> it, is, it is oh it's huge i mean today in the in the game i had with ben tweet he had two demon princes he ran double demon prince two at 3000 one nurgle and one slanesh and that skull cannon killed both of them on the charge <laughs> It's six impact wound hits. It's strength six on the charge impact. Bye. Take it off. <laughs> it's like, good God. The armor, and I think that was one of the uh, turns that we were at on sixes for ward save. Mm-hmm. And then it and it overran to the next one. They're horrible uh, on the charge. Strength six, they can heal themselves. I mean, what's not to love? Mm-hmm. So I've been using them mostly. Early on, I'm like, uh, I was totally in my empire mode of, this is a cannon, and I'm going to lay back with it, and if you send anything little, I'm going to kill it. 
But <laughs> I'm more like this is a face wrecker that just happens to have a cannon strapped to his back. And I, <laughs> you and bam it down your throat. I'm not pleased to be hearing this shit. <laughs> hey, John, I'll tell you what. It's like a Gorby's chariot with a cannon strapped to his back. <laughs> it's great. It's really great. It's really, really great. Consider my ass chaffed over this. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, All right. yeah, I've, I've had... Do you have any yeah. plans to expand the demons any further? Any, are you going to be able to, like, skulk Blood Crushers or I don't know. Elder Soul Grinder or anything else? I have some... Um, I, blood crushers don't excite me, uh, but they don't make me wet or anything. But I, I like uh, I do I do like the idea of doing some some modeling with those. And I have an old conversion that that I worked up a couple of years ago that was a Slaneshi. It was a blood crusher with a, a banner for mm-hmm. you know when they were singles. Uh, and I would like to make a unit of those maybe using well, there's pictures of it, but it used the the high elf lion as a base, and then it it, 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 it I thought it turned out pretty well. But I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing a cool. you know, those. Then I can definitely see the use of them. I mean, they they bring something to the table too. A uh, little bit of speed, good good high weapon skill, and high strength. Yeah, some some armor. Yeah, they're good. I, I and I want some screamers. I like screamers, and I think they would look good <laughs> in my color scheme too. Yeah, yeah those things I are solid. So. They are wow. solid yeah. now. So I think that will be the first thing I do. I like another unit of seekers that I'm working on. I won't be ready for brawler bash uh, and some mm-hmm. some screamers and just really just have a super fast strike army because i'll have to you know when it, when the points come down from three thousand i'll have to drop a couple of things and I'll, I'll trim down my core i'll uh drop the dp probably and uh and get a little maybe get a little faster on the back end and on the flanks and just hope that i can get the job done when the time comes <laughs> and take away all the, the war machines but yeah screamers i, I definitely <laughs> add some screamers okay cool well i think think we about covered it yeah. right Hey, you got anything else you want to talk about demon related here? Yeah, I've been looking at Slash stuff. I like the idea of of all corn. I think it's possible. And we talk <laughs> about the corn stuff, but you know, I like I like the idea of flesh hounds. I like the idea of ambushing them. Mm-hmm. Kind of thinking about that. I mean, it's it, refresh me on the the ambush rules. Do you have to roll still? Yeah, turn two. Yeah. It's a three up. But they can come on on any. Uh, yeah, on the opponent side. Right? Actually, they can yeah. any table edge, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's, it's not like it's not like the shitty beast man one where you had to roll <laughs> to see where they show up. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Well, <laughs> they're they're fast and they they're not too terribly bad, and they I think they came down in points. I mean, they they lost a little bit. Yeah, dropped by five. Yeah, but they're 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 a no joke unit in your backside. So mm-hmm. that would be yeah. fun. <laughs> I think that would be a good idea. Now, I've I've heard a lot of talk about the uh, portal glyph. You know, the one of the seventy five point. Yeah. So what would well if you're gonna use that, what would you put in there? That's a, that's a good point. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually don't rate it as as high as maybe some people have. I know that it probably could it could do really well for you, but at the same time, I, I think it if a player has some of the right uh, models, like uh, some eagles or something that's pretty speedy and uh, and throwaway, they can really they can stymie you from getting anything out of that damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> the way the rules are set, I mean, they're going to have to fack it. They're going to have to do some finagling. But the way it's written is, I mean, two eagles and you ain't getting nothing. You're not you're not slipping a fart out of that thing. <laughs> well, I read on the Warhammer forum, some guys like, yeah, I just put my eagle on it for starting on turn two through turn six and never used it. Which is true. My well, like, does that other guy not have any units on the board? Like, he can't clear out a single eagle with any of the resources at his disposal. Another thing that I don't, I don't like about it is that uh, at the very earliest, if you're using it offensively, at the very earliest, there's something's going to come out of it, uh, and something's going to be able to do something on turn three. That's at the very earliest that you possibly because you're going to you're going to drop it turn 
Well, no, I guess turn. So you drop it one, it comes out, and yeah, turn two, and then it can do something on turn three. But that's mm-hmm. if you can get it into place on turn one. And I don't, you know, I, I don't. I think. Yeah. I think I know how I'd use it. I take like a bare bones demon prince, okay. and then when you kill him, it automatically drops. And then out would pop the second bare bones demon prince that I've been hiding in there all along. Like those those Russian eggs? Yeah. <laughs> like a tinier little demon prince. You like fucking it. thought you had me, didn't you? I like that. <laughs> I like that. I think that's funny. But, yeah, I think uh, I, I don't look forward to when my opponent tries to whip one out and then I just sit a beast of Nurgle on top of it. And he goes, but now my... 500 point unit can't come out. I'm like, yeah, no. Sorry, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> I think that, uh, I think that the, uh, demon terrain is funny. I want to try that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dropping a wall and putting a couple of the buildings on the, the table. I think that's interesting, but, you know, I don't, I don't think I would use it. Too bad. If you're going up against cannons, yeah. you could still fly your dude out and then he dropped the wall next to him. So a cannonball hits the wall, stops the cannonball, even though it destroys your wall, and then you just keep on moving. Yeah, that's true. But uh, now, uh, we didn't talk about the, the lore of Slaanesh. I've got a couple of ideas about the lore. There's some really good spells in there that I think uh, that have some good effects that maybe synergize with some other stuff. Sure. I like the hysterical, the one that uh, imparts frenzy on a unit. Yeah. That's the one that also gives the D6 strength 3 every magic phase? It does. It, it, it does the D6 strength 3 hits at the end of your magic phases, so six times a game, you know, possible. Right. But here's the thing. It remains in play, so you can end it at any time. So you could get, for instance, you could get the benefit of the attacks and then just end it. If it's on your people, just end it <laughs> does the wounds. Uh, or or end it before you overrun, or end it before any of the bad things happen. I look forward to sure. oh, That's a very good point. End it bef- halfway through combat. Or if, it's on, or if it's on enemies, you can end it before they get the benefit. <laughs> so you can make them charge and then go, ah, I, I take that away. You don't, <laughs> you don't get those attacks, sucker. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, I, I look forward to maybe using that on, like, Leadership two Terrorgeist in my backfield. Now that would be fun. Oh yeah, uh, making or you know I I can see a, a lot of vampire count stuff is super low leadership. It doesn't really come into play often, but you know the stat lines there, and you can really cause some serious. Uh, and like if people run solo mages, that could be a big deal. <laughs> so, but the but I think the the key is to that you can end it at any time. So that's nice as a remaining play spell. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the only the only bad spell, like I said, if if in my opinion, if acquiescence, which is the number one spell, was switched mm-hmm. to the signature spell, if they just switched spots, then that lore would become one of the top lores that is in in existence right now. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you could default to acquiescence, which is the twenty four inch range uh, base six to cat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, six random move always strikes last. I mean, that's that's money. That would be <laughs> pretty badass. If you had a couple of miasma level ones and a couple of acquiescence level ones, oh god, <laughs> you'd really mean. <laughs> yeah, it would it would hurt. I mean, miasma, like you said, it's a fantastic spell, and it's it's it, it really. I mean, it's so useful, and it, it's always useful, no matter what. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so versatile. The range, super low casting. But I used to uh, that that hysterical. Um, I can't remember what the last name is, but you know the one that causes the frenzy. That kind of harkens back to the old lore Slanesh too. So that's partly why I like it too. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it, it used to do that same thing, and I used that spell. I pissed so many people off with that spell back in the day. Like <laughs> it was just like I would kill, you know, kill those little units of uh, solo characters or skirmishers or you know, all kinds of stuff. So that was good. And I sometimes uh, I used to enjoy putting it on my uh, when the Cold of Slanesh was in existence. I put that spell on my uh, Cold One Nights to give them frenzy, but it strength three hits. Pretty old school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's thing. Is that Storm of Chaos or from something before that it? That was from Storm of Chaos. So the the, the Cold of Slanesh is part of, that's the reason why I got into demons because we had a dark elf army and I liked the, you know, that they could mix and have and I liked the I liked the modeling opportunities that that Chaos gave us cuz you know at the time you could do a Chaos army that was, you know, beast and dudes and demons. Oh yeah. It's huge. I mean, you talking about modeling possibilities. There it's endless. Mm-hmm. There. That's pretty much it. I, I think Demons are a solid army. I think they're. I think all the iterations are good. Maybe Zinch is probably the. If you're talking mono, it, it possibly could be the weakest. Although I think I. Re- uh, I, I rate the greater demon. I like the Zinch Zinch stuff. I think they got some potential there. We're gonna do. There's a local guy playing Zinch, and we're gonna have him on next. Oh, good. Uh, to talk about the Zinch stuff, and I'm pretty pumped. They have. There's <laughs> some definite potential in there. Well, they're greater demon, and I rate him highly. I think that the 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 Lord of Change is a good, really good. Good, solid choice. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I, the the um, the horrors. I really had to play them. I mean, I can't I can't wrap my head around exactly what all's going on in their entry. I mean, I gotta see it. <laughs> Seventy three people at Brawler Bash, dude. It's that- bound to be one Zinch oh. Zinch fucker in there. there. There's gotta be. Well, I don't know. I, at one point, I was the only uh, guy bringing demons. I think people were <laughs> scared because of the book was being. You know, it came out just like a month and a half before the date. So I think that they kind of, people who may have chosen demons were like, I don't know if I want to build a whole new army or, you know, tweak before a big tournament. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's they're already short. building Warriors of Chaos Army. Yeah. <laughs> they're already on that bandwagon. They're so. too busy buying up chimeras and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and chariots. <laughs> There's a chimera run at the local hobby shop. Yeah. I'm hoping this year to capitalize on the, the unfamiliarity with my army. <laughs> what does that do? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Together. You're going to have to find out the hard way, bitch. Oh, Bam! <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pumped about Brawler Bash is just, that's, that's great. I think we're going to land in 75 when it's done. There's there's 76, I think, signed. Uh, maybe 81 signed up. But Yeah, what's the, what's the date for that? It is April the 13th. 14th and 15th. So okay. I think it's, is that the week after Adepticon? That's the week before. Okay. That's why we'll be at South Coast. Yeah, that's the same weekend as the South Coast GT. Oh, so you guys going to be in England then? Fuck yeah, buddy. So, <laughs> um, so you're going to go to Bugman's? I heard that. That's, <laughs> that's great, man. I envy you guys. I, I think that's going to be a fantastic trip. One of these days. One of these days. Yeah, we're pretty stoked up. I'm sure you'll talk about it on the podcast, but I, I'm really interested on how you contrast and compare the different styles and painting, uh, uh, is everything how they play and you know because we get a little glimpse through the window you know through their podcasters but n- none of us really played over there. yeah you just assume that they're gonna play everything the same way 
Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. You guys are going to be like, the oh, same skull yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> Take it to the big city. <laughs> <laughs> Probably go over there and act like a couple of fucking Muppets. <laughs> They're going to start accordion reforming into the buildings and the Congo line, and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a freaking minute. <laughs> That's just on the list of unapproved tactics, man. <laughs> I heard. I heard. Well, that's good. I'm I'm really I'm psyched about that. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing how that goes. I know you guys will represent. Yeah, we'll do our best. Yeah. But <laughs> we'll do our best. I'm glad to be be on. I, it's, it's really great to uh, talk to you guys and get back fired up for the hobby. I, I enjoy <laughs> doing it. You know, it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's- I was really hoping we could get you to fucking do some kind of real Men of War hammer. <laughs> we've got three. We've hit three with your, you know, about you guys. So they're going to come. <laughs> so today I, I was at the game store, and this game store that the Brawler Bash is in sells beer, which is super, super awesome. <laughs> Whoa. So they, have, they have four, uh, they have five beers on tap. So <laughs> yeah, this is the first place that I've ever been that I played in that's a normal, you know, that's a, a game store that sold beer. So I'm like, I'm totally psyched about this. And today I had all this time, and I met Ben Tweet from uh, Bull City Wargame. He, he's the guy running uh, Brawler Bash. We met there early, and we just like, let's pop a top, 10 o'clock, let's roll. I'm going to be in town long enough for us to get this stuff worn off before I drive home. We're good. Uh, so we, we kill the first one. We're having a good time. We're feeling it. We're doing the bull dance. Uh, we show back up to the uh, we go back up to the bar, and the attendant has changed. Now it's not the manager anymore. It's just uh, it's just a young guy. He, I mean, he's like really he's like, hey, what can I do for you? I'm not going to do any. He may listen. I don't. I'm not going to do any voices for him. But uh, <laughs> he, 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 I said I tell him uh, what we'll have, and uh, he looks at me and goes, I just need to see some IDs, guys. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what my face looked like, but I don't know. I haven't been carding in so long. Uh, I, I didn't have my ID with me. I didn't have no. it with me. So, uh, like, a, you know, it, I guess it came off wrong, but I said, uh, uh, okay, are you ser- being serious? And he goes, yeah, I need to see your ID. It's against the law for me to sell you beers without having ID. I'm like, okay, it's not against the law. It's against <laughs> for not having an ID. It's against law to sell people under twenty one. But I whipped out my wallet and I'm looking for my ID. I'm like, crap! I don't want your hat. You <laughs> so and I'm like, this kid is like sweating my balls for you know this, this beer that I want. And they had this per- this microbrewery that this microbrew that I really like. It's called uh, Sweet Josie Brown Brown Ale. It's 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 brewed right here. It's one of it's one of my favorite beers ever. And it's cold and it's sitting about six feet away from me in this case. <laughs> and there's this like tiny kid standing between me and my beer and I can't get money to get this beer so I whip out my wallet and I'm like looking through my for my ID and I'm like okay here, here's my badge because I have my star and I'm like here look may, this will probably this will work and the kid looked at it and I'm not I'm not kidding you he wasn't being facetious or crazy or you know snotty he just goes does that have your birth date on it <laughs> <laughs> and I just I put it up I go I will not. I do not want to wish to have a beer from you now. <laughs> we walk away. I'm so, so angry. And like Ben was putting his, he put his hand on my back. He's like soothing me, going, "It's okay. It's okay. He could fit. He, I think he thought I was going to choke slam the kid, but I was doing oh, whatever. You know, if you go to you go to sweat my balls, I'm forty. <laughs> you gonna card me? <laughs> nice. It was it was? Uh, I was mad at myself, and I could see the beer and see the sweat on it, and I really wanted it. So, well, it was a not to choke slam the kid and get take my beer. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it was great. So that was that was my day. That's pretty much what I did. I played Warhammer. I drank some. I drank a beer. I didn't get near as drunk as I wanted to get. Mm. <laughs> good. It was really good. So uh, yeah, there's there's a couple. One one thing before I go, uh, there are a few more spots at the uh, Brawler Bash. So if you're interested, you can still get on the boat if you're in the southeast North Carolina. How do they find uh, it? In Raleigh or in Durham? It's actually going to be in Durham this year. They changed venues. We got away from when you played with us, Rod. It was uh, you know we were running in conjunction with Spring Fever, mm-hmm. that other convention, which is cool, and they were really good to us for a lot of years, but when when Ben took it over, he has a, a good uh, relationship with Atomic Empire, which is where it's going to be held. This mm-hmm. is the place that sells the beer, and uh, <laughs> I can only just say, you know, bring two forms of ID, and you should be able to bring it. Uh, Sheriff Star is not sufficient. It's not. It doesn't have your birth date on it, so it, it will work. Yeah, it will work. <laughs> so it's, but it's this huge, huge venue, and it's amazing. It's a good store. It's super clean, which goes a long way for me. I know it must not matter a lot to a lot of gamers because I think <laughs> But this place is super clean, and it has room for 180 gamers. Holy wow. shit. There's enough room for Huge. Uh, you know, 90 tables. So that's amazing. Uh, they have, ha- he's actually opened it up to 100 on the fantasy side. I don't think we're going to get there, but there's room and you can contact, uh, you can go to either War NC, <clears throat> excuse me, War NC for North Carolina.com. Uh, you'll see a Brawler Bash thread there, or you can also go to Bull City Wargaming. Um, dot com and they will and you can find out how to get there or you can go to Atomic Empire and there's a thread there too mm-hmm. so you know this is great um the, he's okay. you know yeah that's awesome it's, uh, it, it's good to see the the scene being revitalized down here apparently I was the one holding everything back the scene <laughs> <laughs> so I go un, you know I go underground for a little while and like this revitalization this uh, renaissance so <laughs> um, I'm glad to be uh, I'm glad to be a small part of it. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's cool. That's cool. That's great. Well, you guys have a great time in England. Yeah, oh, we, we shall. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks for talking to us. See you, bro. We'll do it again. Yeah. Take care, Eric. It was awesome, man. All right, so that was Bro Hammer Eric. Back from the dead. <laughs> you made a deal, boy. <laughs> the dead is up. I think we're going to wrap this up. That was the first of our four demon installments. Yeah. Glad, uh, well, maybe I should check those recordings, make sure they're not all fucking clicked up. Yeah. Damn clicky recordings. We've had some bad recording luck in the past with special guests. We spend all of our time working hard, <laughs> making interviews. Shit gets clicked up. That's bullshit. So let's talk about uh, contact. Y'all can contact us. I didn't notice how I'm working that fucking y'all in there. <laughs> y'all can contact yeah, us. Yeah, I know what you mean, John. <laughs> at pointhammer.com. You can email us. Pointhammered at gmail.com. You can Hammer. like us on Facebook if you're fucking shit for brains. You can uh, 
Twitter, I'm at point hammered. Hammered underscore Raj. If you're running some fucking slanted shit, yeah. let us know. I'm curious to see how that all works out. Yeah, I think you, there's some potential there. I agree. It's probably, uh, for my personal modeling and everything else, probably the least interested in running a mono slanish. Really? But I feel like I'm going to use some of you. I really, really want to use the fiends. Yeah. And... Uh, the Seekers of Slanish remind me of Wild Riders a lot. And I really like the Wild Riders in my Woodoff list. Because they're like an immune to psych cav. Sure. With like a five up ward. And they're fast cav. fragile, but I always got good mileage out of them. Yeah, I remember them chapping my ass mm-hmm. many an occasion. I think the there's some potential there with the, the Heralds of Slanish. I don't think going with the Locuses or whatever on them are going to be that useful, but... Having a level one shadow around is definitely definitely a good idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, it sounds like Eric's Eric's got figured running, out in terms of yeah, Slanesh wise, you know, it's predominantly a Nurgle army, which a lot of people are. You can go level four death and then a level one shadow. And I've seen playing you how useful it is. The miasma is as the purple sun threat. So yeah, there's there's a vicious combo dice. there, but but I don't know that demons necessarily have the dice necessary to generate right. it to make it all happen i agree with that um there's some potential there but fragile kind of disappointed with some of the chaos gifts that you can't rely on any of them for defense <laughs> which for those hero level guys is really what you're looking for sure for me personally but i got some ideas in mind for fiends of slanish conversions i think move 10 in an otherwise slow kind of forces got some potential there yeah who needs to fucking fly bro you just zip around like a crazy man <laughs> back to contact you yeah. leave us a voicemail <laughs> 601 try hbbv that's 601-879-4728 new shirts are fucking in progress i hired a graphic designer it's fucking on it when i heard that because i knew the bear had hired somebody as well not this time he didn't he did the first time no, this time he did. Wrote oh, him. no, he said he did. He talked to him, but he didn't actually hire him or mm-hmm. sort it out. He wrote him, but Andrew never got back to him. So mm-hmm. if we end up with two different shirts, that's fine. Doesn't matter. We'll just use the worst attributes of, of each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Combined in one big shiny turd. This is how we roll. <laughs> My, the last episode, I named it Turd Polisher. And when I searched it on iTunes, it came up T star star D Polisher. <laughs> I was like, you fucking turd. You can't even get turd under the fucking wire. You should put like a Y in it or something. Yeah, this is fucking <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, T-Y-R-D. <laughs> Tiered. Check out our forum, pointhammer.com slash forum, yeah. and our blog, You Magnificent Bastards. Like I said, just today I put up a post about the Dwarf Hammers I finished up, so keep up on what I'm doing there. Yeah. We got anything else, buddy? I think that's it. No, that's it. Alright, fucking suck my balls. <laughs> Wizard, suck my balls. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan saying, suck my balls. <laughs>
like really quiet hold on man can you hear us something hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you got me now yes yeah. oh, right. loud and clear buddy well we're gonna give a test and i'm recording right now but i want to play it and make sure that it's working properly because one time we fucking called this bro and recorded this whole long interview didn't know anything was fucked and then at the end listened to it and there was literally like two or three clicks every second just <laughs> fucked up the whole interview so I'm gonna, um, and i'm also going to put you in my earbud too so there's no feedback how, how yeah okay. Okay. Cool. okay plus you don't want your kids hearing my mouth here so. <laughs>